This is episode 22 of Music in the Bottle podcast. Happy to be here with you all. In this episode, we discuss the Joe Budden podcast leaving Spotify, Naomi Osaka using her platform on one of the biggest stages in sports. We also get the album that we've been waiting for from Big Sean. We'll dive into Detroit too. We get new music from Bryson Tiller, SZA, and more. I'm on a red blend for this episode and Daryl got one too. Let's get to the show. Hey, what's up, guys? This is Daryl and Jamel with the Music in a Bottle podcast, episode 22. We are here, y'all. We here. 22. Hey, 22. Go. Coming to let's you live go. from 22. Yes, super, super excited to share with you guys this week. Man, it's been a, it's been an eventful week for sure. Uh, great holiday. Uh, mm-hmm. Shout out to Labor Day. Labor Day always reminding us that fall is coming here in Michigan. But, yeah, okay. man, what's, what's new? What's happening, bro? Man, um, Labor Day weekend, I spent working, um, but got a chance to actually catch up with some siblings um, on my dad's side. So uh, a lot of people don't know, but um, my dad passed away uh, 15 years ago on Labor Day or on the 5th. So um, to gun violence um, and you always like get like a weird feeling on like the day. Um, yeah, I can only know, like, imagine. Man. You know, like losing that parent. Um, but my my sisters from Saginaw, uh, we kind of just, I think we all had the same feeling. Like, all right, like we need to come together. And uh, they actually drove up and um, spent Sunday night with me. We just went downtown, had some drinks, and just kind of chilled. So I uh, got a chance to see my family, which always just kind of brings you back to, uh, you know, like. Uh, a good spot in your head. So um, it's definitely good to see family. Um, got a chance to just kind of kick back. I've been watching or trying to catch up on Ozark. <laughs> so I watched a couple episodes of Ozark. Uh, but it's it's definitely been a definitely been a good week. Definitely been productive. Um, but how was your week, man? I know you uh you've been out of out of state. So man, man. First What's, off, like, we gotta we gotta we gotta. Uh... We gotta echo echo the post, man. Shout out to Bodine's Bodine's kids, man. Most definitely, yeah, and RIP yeah. RIP to pops, man. First off, for sure. Uh, thank you, thank you. Most definitely, man. Most definitely. What enough said there. He, he he produced some legends for sure. Oh, um, yeah. oh, on yeah. top of that, on top of that, man. Uh, yeah, man. We were we were out of town this weekend. Went to Arizona. Um. Yeah, not Minnesota, but Arizona. I was getting that confused with a little Yachty song this whole week. <laughs> hey, yeah. hey, but yeah. you came through with that Frank Ocean lyric, though. Oh, yeah. It, yeah, you already know. <laughs> Craziest thing, dog. I was thinking of a, I was thinking of, I was trying to think of a lyric. I, I can't even lie. Like, you know, people try to flex, like, yeah, I just did it off the top of the dome. Yeah. No, not at all. <laughs> not at all, bro. So the lyric, came on while i was trying to post like we were listening to frank ocean all day and by chance it was a weird it was a god thing bro i'm telling you dog that the the alignment of that it was crazy and and i i kid you not vanessa could could echo this like that won't he do it won't Won't he he do do it it? (laughs) all the time (laughs) yes bro but anyway yes dog that, that 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 quote hit different so the lighting was man that showed off the melanin man that was a oh yeah Arizona. You were shining. You were shining. Yeah, man, it was. It was. A, I. I definitely. You know, God's creations. Like that's when you sit. You sit down and you're like, oh wow, this is this is what it is. So yeah, it was in uh, Scottsdale, Arizona, Camelback to be exact. 
got to see a ton of like when hiking like was super active you know was feeling myself shirt off hiking out there you know what i mean yeah they couldn't they couldn't mess with me man you know i ruined my shoes i had the i had the nikes on those went in the trash at the hotel couldn't even (laughs) they had red clay all over them not couldn't even bring them back Bro, I was trying to <laughs> trying to look so cool, man. I'm never I'm never going hiking again without without hiking boots or hiking shoes, dude. It was it was trash. I I even could have settled for some chacos, so I I could have been out there in some sandals, man. It was it was a, it wasn't a good look, but um, <laughs> yeah, man. We the only thing we struggle with, bro. Like Arizona's super dope. Don't get me wrong, Scottsdale yeah. dope too. The only thing we struggled with was food. Like the whole trip, and we could not find like a solid restaurant. Our mm. our resort, the JW Marriott, um, Camelback was super dope. They were very great with hosting and everything. Like, but and yeah. their food was was decent. But like the food out there, it was just it's not that it's bad food. We just couldn't find the right restaurant. Wine out there was lit. Um, shout out to Pillsbury Wine. That was the best wine that I had while I was out there. Okay. Um, okay. Yeah, but. Yeah, it was uh the wine was super lit. Uh I mean it was it wasn't under a hundred any day that I was there. Uh super dope, super dope trip, yeah. for sure. For sure. Yeah, bro. It it got cold here. And as uh-huh. and like as you can attest to being back, it mm-hmm. like when you left, like we were still in like the eighties and you know, like seventies, but it dropped down to like <laughs> Yeah. Dropped dropped down to like sixty two like Sunday night and Monday. Like, yeah, it's been cold. Yeah. <laughs> it's That's why that's what happened when I leave. You know what I mean? That's hey, what happens. Yeah, okay. City, okay. City right. without me. What would the city be without D? You know what I mean? This I is see, it. I see the vibes. I see yeah. the vibes. And now you get it. Now you get it, man. What you drinking today? Man, today, I'm, bro, we, as much as we drink McBride Sisters. Oh, we should be sisters. Sister, sister. Oh, all right. Hey, bro, I'm definitely back in the McBride sisters bag. I got the red blend, um, Central Coast, California. This is their 2016 vintage. This is the one that the homie George Walker had on um, episode five, episode six. I don't remember what episode number, but um, George had the red blend, so I ended up buying this bottle like a couple weeks ago, and I felt like this was an episode for a little red blend. You know, like not the you know like not the full Cabernet, but thank some... God. <laughs> <laughs> You know, some you know, some that'll still get me right as uh, we talk about some shit because we got some good shit for yeah, we got some good shit for the pod today. But uh, what you yeah. thinking, man? This week I have uh, out of David Milligan's selections, um, Chateau de Lascours, Saint Emilion Grand Cru, okay. 2015. Pick this up from say Miami. that again. Uh, Chateau de Lascours. Yeah, you see me out here. Lascours. Okay. Okay. Product of France. I probably said that wrong, but that's a public high school diploma for you out here. PhD. You already know. Um, but yeah, it is uh 2015. It's 2015. Product of France. It is tasting pretty heavy. What, what did we add on this one, man? Um, no say. Nothing here. 80% Merlot, 10% Cabernet Franc, and Cabernet oh, Savon. Yeah. So you have about 20% alcohol on that. Uh, yeah, it's about 29, 36 <laughs> plus two. That's oh, 46. Yeah, that's hey, what let's we go. Hey, uh, we, we uh, drink we, and drink at yeah. night. Oh, we had, we had 13 and a half, 13 and a half. So, yeah, that's what sure. I'm at. That's what yeah. I'm at, too. Like, what you drink? It, it, you, had, you had 13 and a half. 13.5. Oh, so we, we drunk, drunk. This is for y'all, man. Honestly, you know, we you think we drink for us, we drink for y'all. This is exactly, this is yeah, just spill wine on myself, but we here. 
And like I said, like I ain't want to get in the full Cabernet bag, but I wanted to give you a little, a little red vibe tonight. So we gonna, <laughs> yeah, for sure. It, it, I I got a red too, so we are gonna see how this goes. But we got a lot to talk about, so I'm I'm super excited to share with y'all, man. We got stuff from the NBA playoffs. We got stuff from podcasts. I just like we we got a ton yeah. of stuff. We got people coming out with McDonald's Happy Meals this week. <laughs> I mean, this it's gonna be. Super hey. lit, yeah, for sure. We're super excited, so don't think that just because we're coming off a holiday weekend, I don't mean that we weren't working. All right, exactly. Let's get to it. Before we get back to the show, do us a favor and go follow us on Instagram. That's at Music in the Bottle Podcast, all one word on Instagram. Music in the Bottle Podcast. All right, thanks. We back. All right, this week, we got a ton to discuss, a ton to discuss in culture in terms of everything that's going on, man. The biggest thing is it, it, this week is going to be what's inside of the bubble and what's happening. Um, I mean, the playoffs, the NBA playoffs are going on right now. It's been something, a, a great relief during this this uncertain time in sports. Wouldn't you agree? Oh, yeah, man. It's, it's definitely like, I mean, we we brought it up before. It's like, all right, like, how are they going to make it work? Like, there's a lot going on in the world first of all a pandemic first of all or second of all you know george floyd Breonna taylor like all this stuff is going on but how is basketball work and it's actually been like a nice break away from you know uh everything that's going on yeah, man i exactly. mean it's, it's nice too it's, it's it's a sense of normalcy right with what's going on like being able to watch basketball, I just, I mean, I'm super excited. Gems just opened up today, so I'm hoping that we can get back because Jamal and I, we actually could have made the NBA, but you know what happened was. Um, but, yeah, we getting back to basketball <laughs> ourselves. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, they actually said the Y is not open up. Or they're not doing basketball off rip, so. Uh, so, 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 yeah. So, so, I don't know when that's going to happen. I, I, but, I, yeah, but. but We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. Y'all, won't, y'all won't be able to see us in action, but while meanwhile, right, y'all can watch the NBA playoffs. Exactly. With that being said, yeah, because Portland was playing, right, Jamal, your team? Yeah, bro. Portland was playing, which which we already brought up before. So, like, you don't even got to do that to me like that. But uh, well, uh, no, nah, it's cool, though, because, like, me and you, we got a podcast going. CJ got more time for his podcast, CJ McCollum. For, yep. You know, mm-hmm. I was. Yeah. What, yeah. You, yeah. Right. yeah. You, you nah, mad now? I, no, you mad. I'm, I'm actually proud of Portland. I'm proud of. Oh Portland. yeah, me too, I'm, bro. I'm proud of. Yeah. Hey, hey, Dame. <laughs> hey, hey, mm-hmm. Dame. Dame and CJ showed out. Like I mentioned, Melo showed out. Melo showed out. Mm-hmm. Melo showed out. Hey, I mean, LeBron. He showed him out of, outside of the building. But anyway, man, yeah, we was out here. <laughs> <laughs> hey, bro. Once you get playoff Brian going, like. Yeah. yeah, it ain't nothing. It ain't nothing. There is nothing more to worry about outside of his hairline. Like once you get playoff <laughs> playoff prime going, that's my boy. No, for real. Yeah, that's my Maybe boy it, too. So like it was hard to like go against like the Lakers Bron. in round one, but like I was like, all right, well, you know, like if Portland can sneak, you know, like sneak and get a couple games, like that's how I'm, you know. But obviously, the Lakers were the more dominant team, so. But yeah, most I, definitely. I'm definitely a LeBron fan, so like I would, so I would love to see LeBron win. Um, I will also, attest to that. You are a LeBron fan. You definitely I do. Am. You definitely do support him I for am. sure. But yeah. I'm also uh, looking at 
the Miami Heat, which I was a fan of first before Portland, who knocked off. Kind of nice. Kind of nice. Yeah. Them boys. Yeah. That boy Jimmy hey. Butler. That boy hey. Jimmy Butler playing different, different. He must be drinking yeah. that Pinot or something. He must be. I don't know what's going on. I mean, they're, they, <laughs> hey, the Heat, they're bringing the flame to the playoffs. Let me tell that you. That they are. That they are. Yeah. For sure, for sure. This is Daryl and Jamel with your sports update. Um, <laughs> <this week. laughs> hey, no, honestly, I'm very surprised that the Boston Celtics and Toronto Raptors series um, looks like tonight the Toronto Raptors won an OT. It is. Uh, it's been quite interesting to see these teams go at, go at it. That's been the most competitive series, yeah. I believe. I, I think that the Lakers and Rockets have been kind of competitive too. I'm very yeah. surprised with the Clippers not not blowing out the Denver Nuggets, just the matchup there. Um, yeah. But the the Milwaukee Bucks, man, I did not see that coming at all, dog. Shout out to the Heat, bro. Shout out yeah, to like, like, Jimmy I, Butler. Yeah, like, I, like, can't say I saw it coming, but, like, knowing, like, like, I still follow the Heat, like, even though Wade's not playing, but, like, I still tune into the Heat because I've been a fan since Wade was there. And, like, looking at the matchups, I was like, all right, like, Giannis, yeah, they got Giannis. But outside of Giannis, like, they're they're not as deep as the Heat, so. Yeah, not to admit Chris Middleton. Eric Bledsoe, I got respect yeah, oh, for him, yeah. too. Middleton um, is dope. Middleton is yeah. dope. He's a dope. But it's just, it's, it, it just, Middleton's can't, he's not going to be able to do nothing with Jimmy Butler. You know what I mean? No. And, like, yeah. Tyler Hero looking kind of nice. No limit Hero. Baby goat is what they call him. Baby goat. Yeah. He can be he pretty straight, man. He remind me of he remind, he remind me of a young me, man. It's crazy. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Tyler Hero. Shout out to Tyler Hero. Shout out to Tyler Hero, man. The Miami Heat. They did that thing. Hopefully the Lakers wrap this one up to, tomorrow. Um which would be Thursday for the pod listeners. But, yeah, so we can get that 3-1 lead. But, yeah, man, it's it's been a very interesting playoffs. Any, who do you – have? You, has your views – have your views changed on the East? Because I know the West is looking kind of like – it's up in the air in the West still, but, like, with the East, has that changed at all? Um, So I didn't actually look at the actual matchups as far as, like, the brackets went. So I didn't know the Bucks were going to be playing the Heat, like, second yeah. round. Mm-hmm. Um, I think if the Bucks played somebody else, then they would have definitely made it to the Eastern Conference Finals. Um, but like I said, I, I I've been watching the Heat heavy this year, like before COVID, and I I knew they had a squad. And Tyler Hero has been balling. Uh, Bam, out of bio, like yeah, they just they just definitely got a squad, and they were always my sleeper team in the East, just because yeah. like. I mean, like, you put Jimmy Butler on a team, like, he's going to bring, like, some, like, sort of leadership that's going to, like, you know, propel the team, so. I agree. I agree. I think he's a dog for sure. For sure. And they all are, man. I, um, yeah, I'd be interested to see this one. And on East, I think that the, the Heat comes to the finals for sure. I think they're better than – I think they match up better with either of those teams out of the – the Bucks and the Raptors, I think it'd be very interesting for sure. Um, yeah, I kind of would rather see them play Boston just because Boston seems a little bit more scrappier, and I know yeah. Jimmy Butler is about that scrap life. Mm-hmm. So I would love to, see, I would love to yeah. see him and like him and a uh, smart go at it. <laughs> but I don't want to see the ball. I don't want to see the Celtics versus either of those LA teams in the final because right, that's going to be a dry. That's that's going to be it's too much yeah. playoff experience and that. Yeah. And both of those teams, the Clippers and the Lakers, like it's a wrap. It's a yeah. it's a done deal for sure. I would much rather see Jimmy Butler in the finals because I think he oh, yeah. he's going to show up for sure. But yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, man. Um, 
that's our that's our sports recap. Uh, and that's a <laughs> shout out to uh, big diss to uh, Stephen A. Smith and Max Kellerman. They can't mess with us. This is your first take here. <laughs> hey, <laughs> the music of that bottle podcast. Yeah, there's nothing, nothing here. You yeah, see you see this, <laughs> Shannon Sharp. <laughs> yeah, Come get it. You I'm already know what this is. Yeah, Skip Bayless, whatever your name is. Skip Bayless. <laughs> Skip Bayless. Yeah, pardon, <laughs> pardon my take. All right. Hey, I see. Next, I see. next up. Uh, ASAP Ferg is reportedly kicked out of the ASAP mob. Interesting enough. Mm. Um, mm. For, so this was first reported by the founding member of ASAP Ills on Instagram that he was no longer a part of the mob than ASAP Nast, another member of the ASAP mob, confirms that he is still part of the mob. ASAP Ferg has given us many hits in in his career, known as I mean, where do we want to start? Gucci down <laughs> to my socks, like I'm Gucci big, down to the sock. I know. Like I'm big up, up. baby, baby. <laughs> uh, yeah, big girl, head. I'm a Tommy. Ooh, that was a vibe. Yeah, lie. for sure. I mean, oh, he had a he had a really he had a speaking of sleepers, he had a really nice one uh, on Always Strive and Prosper one with Missy Elliott. I forget the name of that song, man. But uh, yeah, just yeah, ASAP yeah. Ferg. I mean, I I definitely think that ASAP Rocky is he has the best flow out of all of them. Mm-hmm. But um, I think ASAP Ferg is definitely one you could depend on for hits. The name of that song with Missy Elliott is called Strive off of Always Strive and Prosper okay. off the album in 2016, but. Yeah, ASAP Ferg has given us songs like Plain Jane, Shaba, um, yep. Move Your Shabba, Hips Shabba is the most Franks. recent. Yeah, solid work. Uh, yep. What else you got, Jamal? New level? I'm on a new level. Yeah, yep. Yep. for sure. Um, but yeah, he was kicked out of the group, I guess. Is that, is that kind of what you took away from that, Jamal? Yeah, so we we actually covered him last week, and we've been talking about how like his latest singles, that one with Nicki Movie Hips and No Ceilings, was the one we talked about last week. It's just been kind of like, eh, kind of like mid. Like I don't know what's going on, but um, yeah, I got on Twitter and saw that he or like wasn't a part of the mob anymore. And uh, Ills wrote on Instagram stories said Ferg ain't ASAP no more. Sorry guys, that nigga burnt out. Songs dumb trash. Mister Anthem can't get right. <laughs> so, <laughs> so that was uh so that's what went on the instagram stories and then your boy asap nas got on and just kind of went on a little rampage or like a little tweet and said the trap lord is not and will not be kicked out of asap false news everybody go home now this he also tweeted disputes happen in families all over the world every day be and then tweeted, it's extremely embarrassing and unnecessary for it to happen the way it did, but it did, and this will be taken care of the right way. Good night, y'all. So it just seems like I don't know what went down, obviously, because I'm not a part of the mob. They didn't invite me to the conversation. Yep. Uh, <laughs> but it seems like they just had like a little dispute, and it must have been in his feelings and wanted to, wanted to tweet out some or like post some shit. I don't really know. But it just seems like, you know, the tensions yeah. in the room must have been high, and either they did it for whatever reasons, or maybe it was real. And yep. mm-hmm. you know, I'm, I'm just thinking the emotions got high. I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what you think. You think it's or like 
I feel like this is either maybe I don't think it's for clout. Like I, if that's okay. what you were going with, I don't. Yeah, I didn't. Yeah. I'd be honest with you, bro. I, I mean, like, not that we're a part of the industry or nothing like that, but I didn't even know who ASAP Ills was before this. Um, exactly. So, and, and no disrespect to him. No yeah. disrespect to the whole mob. Like he probably is. Obviously, he's the one. Uh, or Ells, uh, ASAP Ells. Is that is that is that said out correct? Shit. To be honest, bro, I don't know. Yeah, L's, L's, you know. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> shout out to him. And but even then, uh, they, he's not a part of if ASAP. I think the ASAP Ferg will be fine if he's not yeah. a part of ASAP anymore. Uh, I yeah. you know though I see much success for ASAP Rocky for sure, and he has anthems and hits. I think that ASAP Ferg is right up there. If you think anthem for anthem, oh, yeah. I may even yeah. say ASAP Ferg has more anthems than Rocky does for sure. Yeah. Now, obviously, Rocky That's makes full and complete, complete. Rocky makes full and complete albums, whereas Ferg, you know, he makes anthems for sure. But I mean, yeah. if I'm going for a feature, I think it's an equal, equal tie for. Anyway, I I think that this is something that we can definitely follow. Don't think it's going to be a big issue for either no, career. Yeah. ASAP is going to be fine. Really, I want to shed light to ASAP Nas bringing in like, hey, he's not outside of the group, and then ASAP Nas releases "Designer Boy," which has been my favorite song of August. Um, yeah. oh, <laughs> super yeah. dope song. But I will say that ASAP Ferg will be fine. He's going to find his way. You don't just stop making anthems. I think that yeah. ASAP Ferg is kind of in that realm of like. French Montana, like I make good music, especially when I have a feature from the right artist, I can make a dope mm-hmm. song. Do you know yeah. what I mean by that? Yeah, no? yeah, 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 oh, yeah. Yep, I, I feel like ASAP Ferg is in that, and there's a few artists there. I feel like even point. I, I think Rick Ross makes full and complete albums, but even Rick Ross could find like for certain pockets where if I get the right artist on this, this is a hit, like with yep. a feature. Um, mm-hmm. and I think Ferg could ride that out his whole career because he makes great songs with featured artists. So. I don't think he. Uh, I don't. I can't even remember a, a song with another ASAP artist that he absolutely needed. You know what I mean? Needed an ASAP yeah, artist right. to make a song. So it's fine. Exactly. We'll see where where it goes from there. But what I will I say just, is, uh, go ahead. I just hope his next single is better than the last two. Yeah. <laughs> with a Nicki feature, which is like really hard to believe. I mean, he yeah. did his. I I think Nicki is pretty much as safe as any feature, especially from. I mean, she's the top woman hip-hop artists i think still to this yeah. day even with the cardis and the mags out there um yeah i think that's as safe as it is but it just was a reach it was a reach for mm-hmm. sure um yeah yep. Most don't, don't Most think it was that. fake news it was an argument that went too far we'll see how that plays out for sure yeah. for, for sure. sure on to some real news man um some real shit some real shit for sure. This is I wanna wanna let you know this is we about to get real podcasty right now. This is about to get we about to put some flavor in your ear. We're about to talk about the business of podcasting, something that Jamel and I are obviously fond of and, and super we're about to get I mean, I'm just super excited to talk about this. But yes. Oh yeah. Um there are many podcasts that we we definitely can say that inspired us. For me personally, Joe Budden's podcast with the it's featuring Joe Budden. Uh, Maul, Rory, and Parks was something mm-hmm. that motiv- motivated me and, and something that I really listened to. Um, with that being said, uh, Joe Budden Podcast, which is, it was one of the first exclusive podcasts to just be released on Spotify. Spotify. Yep. Um, it was, they are now leaving Spotify after a two-year 
contract. Is that correct? Two or three year contract? Two year contract. Yep, two years. Two years. Um, exclusive rights. What what that means? Exclusivity. It's almost like you're dating somebody without the cheating. Exclusivity means that you are you are. <laughs> I'm ready to pod today, Jamel. I'm ready to pod. All right. So exclusivity. Exclusivity means that you are only going to release your podcast on this platform, right? Yep. And what that means is that Joe Budden signed a, signed a deal two years ago to not cheat on Spotify. And what that means is that he's only releasing his podcast on Spotify. So when you go to SoundCloud, when you go to Apple Podcasts, when you go to Tidal, you will not see his podcast there. Nope. Most recently, what happened was Joe Rogan. Release his podcast exclusively to Spotify for a hundred M's, and that's what a lot of people like. Well, you know, it's, that, uh, well, yeah. it's coming this month. It's coming. Coming. This month, I'm so. sorry, it, it, the the deal was already signed. Am I correct? And the announcement yeah, yeah. was made, and it's coming this month that Joe Rogan had jumped to it. But Joe Budden is leaving, and he was one of the first to be exclusive, along with the Amy Schumer podcast that she had and failed um, because <laughs> she's not a podcaster; she's a celebrity, as he mentioned. With yeah. that being said, um, he's leaving. Why is this big news? It's big news because you want me to go first, Jamal, or you want to you butt oh, in yeah. here? Oh, no. yeah, go. All right, all right. This is my shit. You go know off. me, bro. You go know off, me. Bro. All right, bro. Like, ISO, clear out, please. Uh, go I, got the, I got the ball, bro. Just let me do this. Mouse let in the house. Do... Yeah, mouse, mouse in the house. house. I don't need – no, no, I don't need a pick. I don't I don't need a pick. You out of here. Get out of here. Give me that. ISO, bro. ISO, you already know. Mid-range pull up. All right. With that – so what does this mean? Joe Budden podcast leaving Spotify. So when exclusivity came into effect two years ago for the Joe Budden podcast, what did that mean exactly? And why would Spotify offer that? Well, at the time, Spotify had such a vision that they wanted to feature podcasts instead of being the main focus for music because you're able to – for music, like when you hear – when you go to music and you play on Apple Music, on Spotify, when you play your song – 70% of whatever uh whatever monies whatever money is is due to that song or that time that song being played 70% yeah. of that goes straight to the label in between mm -hmm. 60 and 70%. So what does that mean that Spotify doesn't make as much music there but the low overhead for a podcast and mm -hmm. the fact that a podcast is going to keep you glued to that app for a minimum of 30 minutes of a minimum of an yep. hour, a minimum of an hour and a half or two hours, or even in Joe Button's pod, uh, podcast, three fucking hours. It is going to, that, that keeps you there longer than the newest J Cole or Drake album, which is yep. only an hour long. Or if you're Kanye West and you, re you release th five albums in a summer that are all seven tracks and three of them are, are not up to your full ability. Those are only going to keep you on the app for 35 right. minutes. But yep. with that being said, this is podcast keep you even our podcast is typically in between an hour and 10 minutes to an hour and 40 somewhere in between there so it's keeping you know you're you're on you're listening to this podcast for longer yeah. than you would for for the sweetest album that comes out mm -hmm. that's what and spotify used the joe button podcast to track that what does that mean this is the top podcast in its space in terms of urban culture in terms of hip-hop in terms of yeah. music and commentary this is what this is what they did so they broke off the Joe Budden podcast for their listenership. And at the point in time, Joe Budden's podcast was number one. And yep. even to this day, I, I do believe it's the number one in our culture because they, I mean, he's got a great thing. I think he's just as good of a podcaster as he is a rapper lyrically. I think Joe Budden's up there in a the top 15 lyricist um, yeah. of his, of his time for sure. Yeah. Uh, and like, and yeah. like, Go ahead. I can't like, 
I can't say that I've listened to the podcast like faithfully, but as far as music goes, like this is like like this is like where I go to hear what other people think about the same music that we talked about. Yeah, like hundred like, percent. Like I don't know who else reviews music like Joe Budden and them. Like yeah. you know, like in depth. Uh, but just like I yeah. mean, we 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 definitely can't say we would be uh we would be like I'd be remiss to say like they didn't inspire this podcast in some feeds. Like, and I think yeah. you would agree oh, yeah. with that. Yeah. And even yeah. though we have a different style of communicating, we have a different way of doing it, but I would say that this had the Joe Budden podcast. Why do we talk about this? Because number one, it's in our world. Uh, Joe Budden podcast, leaving Spotify is a huge deal. What does it mean for individual shows? Joe Budden, you listen to like, for instance, there are some big podcasts out there like the um, what's, what's the Bill Simmons. That name? Yep. He yeah. has the, the ringer. Yep. Yeah. He has, the ringer so is what's the name of his podcast is it bill simmons podcast yes. yeah, I, yeah i think the ringer is like the network like the network or whatever that's yeah, his that. network he owns yeah. that network and what does that mean so like van lathan who is a part of tmz he was there quote unquote token black guy for for tmz who got fired yeah. after some things he's on the he, he signed a deal with the ringer um yeah. under the ringer jj reddick's podcast which is a sweet yep. podcast as well is under the ringer um I, I CJ McCollum is he under the ringer or do you, do you happen to know? I don't know. I don't think so. I don't. I, I don't think not. so. I hope no, not I for his sake. So. No. But those are under the ringer. There is a uh, Gimlet, which Joe Budden he he talks about things like NPR's podcast. Those are all under networks. Joe Bill yep. Simmons owns a network. Spotify paid a bag to to Bill Simmons for his network. Now the issue, which I from an outside perspective, what I'm looking at is that Joe Budden's podcast is an individual show, individual mm-hmm. entity. So mm-hmm. if you're like the difference is that you have um you have the ringer which has a group of podcasts or maybe you go to call her daddy and then you go to is it pardon my take one pardon pardon my take um or maybe even uh what's uh Gilly the Kids million dollars worth of game like yep. those are all under barstool sports yep that's another that's another collective or conglomerate Joe mm-hmm. Budden is an individual show, but they do crazy numbers. What does it crazy mean numbers. for him to leave? Well, the metrics, he was trying to negotiate for the metrics. Like, what the? Yeah. F- what does this really mean for our podcast? And some some information that they don't want to let up. They're not yeah, willing to like, pay him. Yeah. And, like, he also kept talking about, like, energy. Like, like it's true numbers for them, which, yep. yes, I, I know my numbers, but you're also thinking about the energy that it takes to, you know, have the number one podcast and release two shows a week. Like, yes, hundred percent. There's a lot more than the numbers. Yes. My numbers show that I need to get paid, but also my energy truly shows that I, I need to get paid <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, for sure. And, and to the point that he mentions the story of like, Hey, when we first came over to Spotify, they started the Amy Schumer podcast, which was not, it didn't, <laughs> it didn't hit, it didn't hit at all. But, and like he told them, he told him, he was like, yeah, I don't know why you why you thought that this was going to work, but okay, yeah, <laughs> and I kid you not, man, like similarities between I, I and I hate to say it like this and this is not to expose anybody. I'm not going to say any names, but between this his negotiation and what you and I just went through for this podcast in terms of uh, a deal, yeah. like just not being paid what you're worth is is something that because this this space is very untapped and people don't understand what mm-hmm. the metrics are but 
in terms of podcasts, whether it be 45 minutes or whether it be an hour and a half, there is so much that goes into this that you just don't mm-hmm. know the amount of concept and thinking and putting this together. Yeah. And then on top of that, it's not a song. Like a song is three or four minutes. Right. You, we're putting out albums every week, you know, like mm-hmm. the every week, like an an album, a true album is about an hour. You got you have 15 songs and they're all three minutes each. Right. So 15 yeah. times three is 45 minutes. If I'm not if I'm if I'm not mistaken, we're putting out two albums every week. Yep. So it's and even if. You, yeah, I just feel like. Um, and I'm not digging into our situation too much, but even then with the Joe Budden podcast, it's like, I get it, man. You keeping people like, I, when I listen to his podcast, it's like three hours. Heck yeah. yeah. Like, I mean, and that's, and that's split up, whatever it may be, but it's keeping me on, on right. this, uh, like you can't, it's uh, untapped market. So it's very interesting to see like him leaving. And what does that mean for the podcast space is what we're getting at. What does that look like? Uh, obviously you hear ads, we have ads, other, every podcast have ads and does, does, the Joe Budden podcast as, as a monopoly, do they dive deep into the ads there? Do they, what does that mean? Um, with their show? Yep. What yeah, do you think about that? Man, it's, it's, it's definitely, um, it's definitely quite the uh, story. And we, and, and we've talked about it before in music as well. You know, like, you know, artists sign a deal, Yep. you know, they sign the paperwork and when they start to blow, you know, they're not getting what they truly deserve. And it, it even goes with sports too. Like we watched the last dance, you know, Scotty Pippen, like, you know, yes. he, he signed a deal to make sure his family was straight. 100%. But when he started, when he started balling and he wanted to renegotiate his deal, you know, like they're like, Oh, but the contract says the contract It's like, come on, man. Like, yes, like I get it. Cool. But at some point and in, in this Joe Budden podcast situation, like, they like talk about so much stuff like a year in, they're still the number one podcast. That's I still bro. And like, I just like, can't, yeah, I can't believe that they drop, you know, once the negotiations start and you can see that the track, the Joe Budden podcast was at the number one, number one on Spotify, number one podcast there. And then they dropped down to 17, just out of the blue. And I, yeah. you know, just stuff like that. Like, and even with Scotty Pippen, like you, and once you get smart and you actually know your numbers and you know your money, Scotty Pippen, you figure out that Scotty Pippen actually made more money in the NBA than Michael Jordan did. Mm-hmm. NBA yep. contracts wise, not shoe deals. Yeah. I'm talking about yeah. paid for by NBA teams. So it's like, right. That's what happens when you get smart. And the the issue is that, like, I mean, for Jamel and I, our situation most recently, we just we walked into the game at a good time. Yeah, maybe we could have started this five, six years ago. But at the same time, mm-hmm. we're not dumb enough to take whatever people offer us. It's not it's yeah. not going to be an issue. So it's energy. Yeah, energy, yeah exactly. Exactly. You compare that to, and I think that's the same thing with the Joe Budden podcast. And that's where I see similarities. And no no matter what scale you're on, it's like, okay, are you the 18 year old artist who just made, uh, like, are you the, (laughs) not to be like that, but like, are you soldier boy? Tell him who just made crank that. Or are you going to be the 26 year old (laughs) Jay Z that just, you know, dropped? you know what I mean? That just dropped the album and you're, you're, you're more mature to the point where you're like, all right, well, I never had this money, you know. I never had this money, so like yeah. shit. I can go a little bit longer if you're willing to offer me this. What is my real value? And I think that's where probably where Joe Budden is too. If you don't, yeah. if you agree, let me know. Or oh what yeah, do you think oh, about yeah. that? Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. Like he, like he knows what his podcast is worth. And yes, like he's with Rory and Maul. Like those yeah. are guys that he truly, you know, his friends and parts. You know, like he probably could have 
signed a deal, which he mentioned, like, in the show, like, yes, like, we could have done this, but it's, like, I'm not going to sleep at night knowing that we're owed more. Like, yeah. we're owed more. Like, I, like, I know y'all trying to do what y'all need to do as far as, you know, like, finances go, but we're going to be all right with yeah. doing this. We're going to be all right. And, and like, it's like the same thing that like we go through, like to an extent, like, you know, like we, you know, like we talk about these uh, deals that we potentially have or these partnerships. And it's like, if we, if we don't do this, like we're going to be okay. Like, yeah. We're going to be all right. Most definitely. And when you talk about, I mean, it's just, it is going from our standpoint, it's like, do we do we put do you go back to energy like do you put energy mm-hmm. into that this product or or do you put this into you you know being compensated for x like it's the same thing with him mm-hmm. like i can't believe he shared that i had a conversation with hove and he was like hove share share the metrics with me and hove was yeah. like no nah, if i share that with you then you got everything then you right. really know because if somebody's willing to pay you 1 million how much are you making them it's just the same as like um, who had that Lil Nas X? Like he signs a, he he has a number one song, I believe ever. Don't don't quote me on that. But Lil Nas X, what's a what's a little uh country song that he had that came out? Old, old Town Road comes out. If he's willing to take a deal for this, and I hate to be like, yeah, Old Town Road, like, but it is like that's the number yeah. one song. Yeah. How much was Old Town Road really worth that they're willing to pay him this? Yeah. And then that's exactly. when things like that because oh, if if they're willing to pay him ten. No, then it's got to be worth a billion dollars. It's got to be worth a hundred mil. It's got to, you know what I mean? Yeah. What is your opportunity cost? And I think that even just staying independent, like that, I'm I'm very motivated by seeing this show and seeing oh, how yeah. they maneuver this for sure. Yeah. Um, and it's, it's it, it begs the question: Is it better being a solo show or being part of a conglomerate? I'm very. The one thing I'm surprised at is that Joe Budden doesn't have his own network because he's done it on this. Yeah. He's done it on Complex with uh. Yeah. The, the show that before he left with um the little weird dude from YouTube and uh what's that man on DJ complex academics academics yeah. yes yes bro <laughs> DJ academics and then <laughs> I hate to be like that but yeah he, he's not <laughs> nah man it's just like it's just I, you just get the feeling he's in his basement like it is it he is just, what it is <laughs> he just one of them dudes that's just yeah. like. Nigga, what? <laughs> yeah, bro. He just reminded me of the kid that come to school and just like tell, like, you know what I mean? He'd just be like, he just say some random stuff and you'd be like, dude, I'm gonna, t- I'm gonna punch you in your mouth if you say anything else about my mom. Right. Like, chill, chill. <laughs> but yes, DJ Academics, uh, he had that show, which he was everything on that show and all the energy was there. And then after yeah. he left, I was just like, this ain't the same show. Right. Then he moves over to, um, he moves over to Revolt for his show. And, it, and then he has his own pull up. Like, I mean, I'm just yeah. very surprised that he doesn't have his own. And I mean, uh, I just, yeah, it's, it's super surprising. But at the same time, I think that maybe that's the direction he moves in. Does, yeah. he, ha- does he have more creative freedom to do that once he's outside of the Spotify deal? Um, so, yeah. yeah. So, so like, and like, I kind of think he's, you know, like, you think the company that you work for is on your side or like, you know, like you think the label that you signed to is truly for you, but yeah. it's at the end of the day, it's a business. And we've seen that in music. We've seen it in sports, whatever yeah. it may be podcasts. And like, you know, him thinking like, Oh, Joe Rogan just got a bag. Yep. I've been the, I've been the number one podcast. We must be getting a bag too. And then just to like, not see that happen is, it's like why you stick with that or, or like, yeah. You're thinking 
you're thinking that that conglomerate is gonna pay you. Like, yes, yeah. Joe, like Joe, like Joe Rogan got the biggest Spotify bag possible so far. And even then, he says like, <laughs> there's a point. I don't know if it was, like in terms of him, I like the fact that he said, you know what. Fuck it. Joe Rogan and I don't play the same game. And that's so mm-hmm. true because, yeah. like, even yep. for J- Jamel, you and I, we, and it is, and hopefully it's not news to you, but we don't play the same game as that either. It's not, we can't, yep. you know what I mean? We don't play that same game. We're, we're in a different game and, and it's just the, the cards that are dealt. But even mm-hmm. then, so to be the number one podcast for Joe Budden versus the Joe Rogan podcast before he came over to Spotify, dude, Joe Rogan was running at the top of the charts for a minute. Like, for real, yeah. for real. Yeah. And, like, and like that's the thing, like the bag got to be there. So like, if the bag yeah. is there, then yeah, like we we always said too, like if the bag was right, you know, like we'll do whatever. Yeah, <laughs> you know, like yeah, it just has to be worth your time. And for Joe Rogan and the Bill Simmons podcast, it was worth them to it was worth Bill Simmons to say, hey, you can have all my shit. Like yeah. this bag is completely worth it. Whereas Joe Budden is in this, you know situation where he wasn't able to get that bag and what yeah. and, and what he was worth um so i think i think it all depends like yeah like if the bag is worth it then you stick with spotify you know yep. like if it's not worth it then maybe you try solo or also he also touches on a lot too like spotify doesn't have like hardware like they don't have alexa they don't have siri so like he can he can honestly go like I'm actually curious to see, like, man, I'm so, I'm, dude, I'm so curious to see, like, I, come on, I man. feel like, preach, because like, because like, if Apple or somebody comes back and gives Joe Button podcast a bag, or <laughs> if he's able to do whatever on his own, like, Spotify gonna be all right, but also, yeah, Spotify, like, yeah, it was, a, it was a big <laughs> drop. I mean, especially for. Yeah. Because you look at it like in terms of the the culture, and I hate I, I you know some in some ways I hate saying the culture, but at the same time it's the best way to resonate with everybody. Mm-hmm. I, I do yeah. think Joe Budden's podcast runs it like for real, for real. Yeah. Um, and especially from a male perspective, and from a from a woman's perspective, like or it, it, maybe there is a different podcast that runs it, but he definitely runs it. So what does that look like? Like, do I think? Joe Budden deserves it back 100%. I, I definitely mm-hmm. do in terms of listenership, in terms of who he caters to. It's yep. just – it'd be very interesting to see how he pushes the needle forward in this conversation. And I think he understands the social responsibility that he has not only for mm-hmm. himself but also for his competitors. And what mm-hmm. I mean by that is that he understands that there's enough money in this space that's untapped, mm-hmm. even with us being 22 episodes in for everybody to make out okay because if 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 Lil Nas X could come out with a great song this summer Drake still comes out with a great song that hits number one right you know it's enough money yeah. for like that's what I mean like it's not just like uh, it, just because you listen to one podcast this day don't mean you can't miss you can't listen to another one this day right because exactly. we're keeping people on uh like that's that's it that's it mm-hmm. we're keeping people on on these platforms for long enough like yeah yeah that's it I said, man, I'm, I'm very interested to see that. I think that, man, I uh, I knew it was going to come into a tangent for sure. I, I can go on for this for another three hours for sure. Yeah, yeah, but, we can definitely yeah. talk about podcast. I mean, it's just crazy to be like in this space and then like to hear this conversation happen, and it's like, all yeah. right, this is like, this is the game. This, this is the is game. Hundred percent, dog. If you this tell me that a song keeps you on an app for 
for three minutes and 42 seconds, but a podcast keeps you on an app for three, you know, two hours, an hour and a half, then there's no, there, it's not equal. It isn't equal at all. There's no, yeah, and yeah it's much it's more valuable. Just, it's just crazy. And like, even like hearing the stuff he says about like, you know, like, you know, couldn't, we couldn't take two weeks off to, you know, spend time oh, yeah. with family for Christmas. We couldn't do that because, you know, the numbers, the numbers, the numbers. You're going to yeah. lose your audience. You're not losing a fucking audience over a week and a half. You're just not. like but Not our audience, man. I, I think that the, this our culture is much more loyal than what. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah like, you're not, so. like you're not. Like you're not losing your audience. And then like, you know, and they're like, oh, a year in, you guys get this plaque for having the number one podcast. And he just talks about how like that doesn't mean shit. Doesn't mean shit. I want to get Ro- uh, the Rolexes. Did you hear that part? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's it's just like and and then they tried to get like what they thought was right for them, like nothing like extravagant. Like I yeah. remember uh, them just saying, "Oh yeah, like I just got some basic, you know, like just some with some bezels in it or whatever." And then he was like, "Spotify was like, eh, it's a little too much. Like you want to? Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, come on, bro. Like I've been the number one podcast." on your exclusive network like i'm not playing on nowhere else like yeah and that just and that just speaks numbers like this is not across like six different platforms this is one platform and i'm the number one podcast like you know like week one like we did nine we did 900 percent of what you expected like crazy crazy numbers like i'm like super excited to see where he goes and you know it's interesting i'm gonna say this real quick I don't want to omit any of the mistakes that Joe Budden has made in this past. I see, I see stuff about like bestiality and every like things coming out this week. Yeah, but there's, I, a lot, I, there's a lot coming out this week too, and it's like, what? Come on. I think I think it's very, very interesting that the timing, and I think there's a smear campaign to happen. Um, I'm happy that he. It sounds like he addressed that already. Yeah. But what I'll say is that. There's no, I mean, it's very interesting that uh, the timing of things, and and that's not omitting any mistakes that he's made. I'm not speaking up for this man, like, but I will say that the timing is very interesting, and just pay attention to that. Um, yeah, especially especially with I, I believe since Santana came out in, in defense of Joe Budden, but uh, yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't know, I don't know. Yeah, it'll definitely be like I said. I'm definitely excited to see what happens on September 23rd. That is the last day um, of yeah. this podcast on Spotify. Mm-hmm. So. We'll see what happens. We'll keep you guys updated. And we just had to talk about this, by the way, listeners. This was some big, and we just had to see what we needed to say because it is a big story. We do got music coming. We got a lot of shit coming. But, yes, this was a big story, and we're going to continue to follow it because we are podcasters in the podcasting space. So welcome to Music in the Bottle. This is what you get. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah, 100%. Like that. 100%. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. On to McDonald's and their new meal. Uh, Travis Scott gets his own meal at McDonald's. He's the first celebrity to be endorsed since Michael Jordan in, two, in 1992 by McDonald's. Hey, uh, hey uh, y'all got that Travis Scott burger? Hey, uh, can I get a number? <laughs> Sorry, hey, my uh, mind. Yeah, my my intestines will not be saying McDonald's. Any- no, I'm joking. <laughs> I, can't, I can't be doing that, man. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Um, I actually thought about getting it the other day. I was like, you know what? Should I get the Travis Scott burger? And then I was like, I haven't been to McDonald's since I don't know when. Like, maybe I got drunk one night and went randomly and got some nuggets, but yeah. I can't. 
I can't actually tell you the last time I've went to McDonald's. <laughs> so, so talk to us a little bit. What is on this Travis Scott uh, menu item? So it's a quarter pounder with cheese, which okay. comes with bacon, lettuce, pickles, onions. Actually, um, sounds pretty I, fire. Yeah, which I which I think may have been something that you could order, but the. the this is like this is just what he gets, so to say, when he goes to McDonald's. So, um, but yeah, so a quarter pounder with cheese, with bacon, lettuce, pickles, and onions, and um, he gets a medium fry with a pack of barbecue sauce and a sprite. So that's his meal, um, and it's only six bucks, which actually ain't that bad. Ain't bad um, at all. Straight up, <laughs> straight up, it's lit. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but uh, but yeah, so. I mean, there's not really a lot to say here, um, but Travis Scott is an artist who we talked about before. Uh, he's been uh, the Fortnite deal. You know, Travis Scott is just securing bags however they come. And if the bag is right, you might as well get the bag. Yes, 100%. Well yeah, he also released a chicken nugget pillow. I think that already sold out. Um, that was some merch on top of that. He also has some tank tops, I believe. Um, oh, yeah, he has, a, he, he has a bunch of merch. He has McDonald's or Cactus Jack McDonald's jean shorts, yeah. shorts, T-shirts. And the crazy thing is that's all going to sell out. That's all going to sell out. Shout out to him. Yeah, yeah. That's, like, that's crazy. And yeah. I guess like the workers at McDonald's got T-shirts too, which I saw. That's dope. Um, someone, That's dope. Someone like sold their crew shirt for like five hundred dollars on eBay or something. Is, hey. is what I saw. But uh, that's a rent payment. Yeah. Exactly. So, um, shout out. Yeah, shout out to Travis Scott and his, his Travis Scott as a brand is yes, ridiculous. Is ridiculous. Yeah. Shout out to Travis Scott. Most definitely breaking borders out here um, at McDonald's. Surprisingly. Yeah. hundred mm-hmm. percent. Uh, last, I mean, the last thing that we're going to cover this weekend and in terms of the culture is Naomi Osaka. She's using her platform to amplify the voices of Brianna Taylor, uh, Elijah McClain, Ahmaud Arbery and, mm-hmm. and many more. Uh, yep. give me your reaction to, to Naomi's, uh, you know, her, her activism. Yeah. Um, so first, um, her and Corday are a thing. I don't know if you saw or if you noticed, but yeah, um, shot- it actually looked like a cute couple. I, I, I know, I know. Hey, yeah. like I'm not shout really a fan. Him. I'm not really a fan of celebrity couples like that. But this one, I fuck with this one. Like, yeah, I do too. I do too. 100%. I fuck with this one. But um, yeah. but yeah. So, I mean, you got to think of the tennis space too. Yes, there's your Serena Williams. I mean Venus, which I don't even know if they both still like. Super uh, play play. Come on, but, man. I just watched them this weekend. You got to get up with the game. Both of them. Both wives, of them. Man. Yeah, both, both of them. Both, both of them. them. Okay. They still okay. in it. They still okay. in the U.S. Open. Come on, man. You out here yeah. watching. Come on, man. Watch, <laughs> the, watch the greatest athlete ever, Serena I, Williams. I know. Ever. I know. I know. I'm, ever. Come on, man. You ain't never been to Venus, bro. Come on, man. Exactly. I know. I know. You're right. You're right. You're right. Man. You've never been there. By the but, way, but, Jamel. Travis, I mean, uh, Tory Lanez, he definitely shot Meg, dog, for real. Like, I, come right. on, man. Uh, you, you, but you forget? <laughs> stop. Come on, Bro. man. Stop playing staccato. Bro. I, 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 <laughs> Bro, shout out. Shout out to Serena and Venus, the staple black tennis. Um, but, yeah. Oh, man. Uh, yeah. Bro. Shout Naomi out to Osaka. 
Shout out to Naomi. Why, why? Come on. How do we get off on a tangent? Come on, man. She, Naomi Osaki. Yeah. yeah. By the yes. way, her and Corday are, are yep. a beautiful couple. Yep. Yes, yep. man. Beautiful couple. But yeah. as far as her being her own self, black woman in the tennis space, young black woman in the tennis space. 100%. Um, it's just something that you love to see. Like I said, this is a white, you know, like a white sport. I'm, I'm 100%. Not I'm not going to be around the bush. It's just yeah. not. It's it's white. Yeah, it's white. Yeah. <laughs> um, Most definitely. I mean, it's a, it's a sport where black faces aren't highlighted as much as they yep. should be. Even Serena to this point in, in time, yep. man, she is a. I mean, yep. yeah, she's she's yeah. the goat, and Naomi is is really up there. She's 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 a beast. Yeah. So she so she um I think put on Twitter and Instagram, or she wrote on Twitter for sure, like. This was on August 26th, so I'm scheduled to play my, sem- my semifinals match. However, before I am an athlete, I am a black woman. And as a black woman, I there are much more important matters at hand that need immediate attention rather than watching me play tennis. I don't expect anything drastic to happen with me not playing, but if I can get a conversation started in a majority white sport, I consider that a step in the right direction. Watching the continued genocide of black people at the hand of the police is honestly making me sick to my stomach. I'm exhausted of having a new hashtag pop up every few days, and I'm extremely tired of having the same conversation over and over again. When will it ever be enough? So that's what she tweeted out. And uh, before her matches, she's been wearing uh, you know, her face masks, um, and they've been highlighting. Um, I don't, uh, she's done... Brianna Taylor for sure, Elijah yep. McClain, um, yep, Trayvon, um, Ahmad. I think she has done him. Yeah, yes. But she has, she has seven masks, um, which she said in the interview. Which you know, it's she, she says it's quite sad that seven masks isn't for the game. So hopefully she wants. Ter- hopefully she gets to the finals, so she can, so we can all see like you know what she's doing for her platform platform which she's already showed us um with these with you know using her voice um i'm man i'm with it i'm with it like you like you love to see it like like if she doesn't do it like if like if like if no one does it in this sport then you don't then you don't have a conversation about it in this part of the sports world yes it's going on in other places and sports like tennis are like, oh, well, they're talking about it heavy there. Let's, you know, like, let's not bring it here. And then she, she does that. And now, you, and now you have to talk about it. And now you have to be a part of it. Now you have to see what you can do about it as, you know, someone that's in charge of this. 100%, yeah. Of this sport. But, yeah, I'm, I'm definitely with it. I'm, I'm with it. And I rock behind the movement. And like I said, as far as her and Corday go, my favorite power couple right now, but yeah, um, I rock with it, bro. I rock with it. I do too, as well, man. Yeah, shout out to her. Um, I, I thought it was really dope to see the parents of Amon Arbery and and Trevor oh, yeah. Martin's mom yeah. uh, speak out on that. I think she's super dope in terms of we don't really have as many athletes do this in a way that she's done it. Um, mm-hmm. especially in a, in a in a sport that's highlighted, you know, it's an individual sport, right? Like you don't. Yeah. You know, as a team, it's cool to see, you know, teams do it as a whole. And you don't know. It's very hard to tell if it's just, hey, do I have to do this 
to be the one that doesn't stick out out of my team. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. in yep. terms of the team aspect, but she's dope in an individual sport to do this. So shout out to her, especially in our same generation, you know, in our generation yeah. or our, our, our demographic to see this as such a young and pinnacle part of her career. It's right. dope to see a hundred percent for sure. So shout out to her. Um, yeah, man. Shout out to her for sure, and and keep keep using those names and amplifying those voices like like Naomi. All right, most definitely, most definitely. Next, next up, we are about to get into some music. We had a light week this week, and we're gonna deep dive into some some big albums that dropped this week, some big news as well. Um, mm-hmm. yes, sir. Let's get to it. This week, all right. This week, this week, we had, uh, we got, finally got what we've been looking for in terms of our Michigan artists releasing some music. Man, Big Sean released Detroit mm-hmm. Two, the album. I know he's played hey. played a pinnacle role in both your your early your early uh ad- early adolescence of adulthood. Um, oh. yeah, this is mm-hmm. almost famous classic album. Definitely walked us into into our college years for sure. Uh, first Detroit mixtape. First Detroit mixtape. When he dissed Kanye Ooh. over that solid beat that Kanye put together, and, and told him to release <laughs> that album. That, that there's nothing that hit different. It made me tell want to tell my parents to leave me alone more than that song. So yeah, this is um, <laughs> this is Big Sean's album, man. It is uh big uh, Detroit too. What you? I mean, initial thoughts. Want to know what you? Yeah, what were your thoughts, man? Yeah, man. Um, I'm a come to the pod and say we all know how when I look at an album and the track list is over 20 songs even even 19 songs 18 songs at that I'm already having second thoughts about how how long it's going to take me to finish this album yeah um and I was on point with Big Sean's album I still do not like a 21 song album yes but I will, but I but I but I will say that it was a good album. I just think, like I said, I don't, I don't think any artist has a reason to put this many songs in an album. Like, give us like a, give us an appetizer. Give yep. us an EP with like yep. forty songs, and then release sixteen of them. Hundred percent, whatever. Hundred percent. But um, but yeah, man. I mean, the the album overall, uh, I vibed with it. Um, a a big part of the Detroit mixtape, the first one, uh, it was. It was nice hearing the stories. Um, uh, so the first one had, which I don't remember the other stories off the top of my head, but this, but Snoop Dogg, like talking about like his time in Detroit, you know, yep. like, Dave, Dave Chappelle, Erica Badu, Stevie Wonder. Um, I don't think yeah, I left yeah, anybody yeah. else out, right? Or no? Yeah. So those are the ones on this one. I was trying to think. Oh, of oh you think outside. on Detroit one? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 So there's a Snoop Dogg one on there for sure. But, um, but yeah, man, like, that like is what I loved about the mixtape. I was like, all right, like people know like what they can get from Detroit. I know Snoop was saying like it's so cold in the D, you know, like things that like make you feel like you actually in the D right now listening yep. to this album. Yeah, and uh, I I did like the stories on this one. The Dave Chappelle one was a great story. Um, Eric Badu, Stevie, like they like they all had great stories. So I loved how he kept that aspect. Yeah, uh, to the to to the album. Um, and like I said, some. Some bangers on there for sure. I like it. I would probably give it um, eight, eight, maybe eight point two out yep. of ten. Um, like mm-hmm. I said, I just, I just need a couple songs cut off, and we good. We good. Yeah. 
For sure. The first, I mean, uh, in terms of the first one, it was Common and Young Jeezy on there. Okay. Was, was, oh, yeah, Common, uh, yep. It wasn't Snoop Dogg. It was Snoop Lion, by the way. So just want oh, you to come correct. I before. forgot that. Yeah. I forgot that stage. <laughs> yeah, bro. Don't want you to get. I, want you, I forgot. <laughs> don't want you to end up on the wrong side of Jamaica with Snoop Lion. So just adds up. Snoop Lion? Snoop Lion. Uh, yeah. You Snoop Dogg, nigga. You Snoop Dogg. <laughs> Yeah, definitely is, definitely is. But yeah, you give it a solid eight, man. I uh, so I had the pleasure of listening to this. I it broke, you know, the song came out Thursday night. I did not stay up. Um, I I did. I may have stayed up honestly, but I was in Pacific time, which the time, right? Yeah. So I, I this is my run, and what turned what I thought was like, all right, I'm gonna hit three miles. It turned into like a whole hour just to listen to the whole album. It was right. uh. I, I I thoroughly enjoyed this. Jamal made a great point in the fact of like why so many songs. And I'm gonna go back to the conversation we just had about podcasts. Keeping <laughs> I hate to, I hate to, I hate to do this, but like no, being no, able good. to you see where I'm going with it. Being able yeah, to keep yeah. somebody on your album for longer to push more streams is the same as a podcast. Like you make mm-hmm. 21 songs, it's it's three to four that whatever four minute songs. It's 84 minutes on a on an album like. 84 minutes is the same as a podcast, an hour and 20 yep. minutes. Like, that's why it's so many songs on an album. Yeah. But it just, like, for an album, it seems like so long. You can listen to a conversation for an hour and 20 minutes. The album is like so many different songs. And I was getting, dis- yeah. I was, I was thoroughly disappointed. It wasn't because the songs were bad. It was just like, man, this is such a long album. Like, yeah. That's why, that's how I felt going through this. Great album great album it wasn't that just because it was a long album doesn't mean it was a bad album i think it was a great album yeah. oh, oh and yeah. oh, i would yeah. say i mean yeah i think that you're on par with like eight i would probably give it like a 7.5 and just because some features in there didn't really fit and mesh with me i will say the one song that he had the writer uh man what is dude's name he had a mm. solid verse on this one the writer from detroit his boy um that oh guard your heart that song is fire oh my gosh oh, yeah that's that's the one with wale wale and, uh, anderson pack but early mm-hmm. early yeah fire early mac is from detroit he's a grammy nominated yep. writer solid song mm-hmm. i like the i like the hit boy young thug um i like the tra- the travis scott song is super dope um yep. i like the little wayne the friday night cypher was dope that was so freaking long and i get why it was yeah, Th- yeah. i didn't really li- i mean i i, I like the idea I thought that would have been super dope, broken up into three, like three different mm-hmm. tracks, kind of like the stories was yep. on us. Oh, yep, yep. Um, I can see that. That would have been super yeah. dope, especially like just breaking it down because like Cash Doll actually had, <laughs> I think she had the Dakota's verse on there, but um, yeah, yeah. I, well, like, yeah, go ahead. Well, like then like uh, Sada Baby yeah. was on there too, and like I think he had like thirty seconds, and like if you break that up and have, you know, Sada Baby, Forty Two Doug, and whoever else, yeah. but they. But they each get time to like give you, you know, like a, you know, like a full, you know. Yep, I know. You know I like know what you get. I know yeah. what you get now. Yeah. yeah, for sure. Yeah, I know what you get now. I think harder than my dreams was my probably my favorite. That one, Lucky Me, was solid. Um, man, harder than my demons. Harder, sorry, harder than my demons. Yeah, harder than my demons. Okay. My bad, bro. I actually yep. read it as that when I was on my run too. I was like, <laughs> man, why do you keep saying harder than my demons? But yes, um, harder than my <laughs> hard, harder than my demons is a uh, yeah. Um, Solid track. I mean, Deep Reverence is definitely a good track with mm-hmm. the Post Malone, Post Malone killed. Man, this this the whole album is yeah, dope. Well, yeah, for yeah. sure, for sure. I, I yeah, it. it's it, 
yeah solid album for sure i i i don't know where it stands just yet as like my favorite albums of the year yeah. i think it's up there not enough time not enough time man. yeah not enough time not enough time at all because if you time. if you sleep on dark sky paradise we got a problem man that's a that's a solid tape <laughs> for sure and i underrated. Dark, underrated double or nothing he's got bars in that one i mean that's when he started to kind of stretch like yeah. man you got hall of fame like you gotta you gotta watch it mm-hmm. you gotta watch it when you speak yeah. on that man name but yeah Solid tape, bro. Solid tape. Good listen. Uh, definitely mm-hmm. something to work out to in the state of Michigan. I think that Big Gretch, she heard this album, and then she was like, okay, I got to open up the gyms to listen to this album while I work out. <laughs> That's what happened. Gretchen Whitmer. That's what happened. Gret- the, That's the governor of Michigan listened to this album, Gretchen Whitmer, and then she was like, all right, I'm going to open up the state to work out, but not the theater so they can enjoy this album. So we can't go watch movies yet, but yeah, we can still listen to this album in the gym. It makes sense. It makes, it makes sense. Big grudge. All makes sense. Yeah, I'll tag her in this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out, Big Grudge. <laughs> yeah, for sure. For sure. But yeah, man, great, great album. Shout out to Big Sean, man. Shout out to Big mm-hmm. Sean and just all his music, his whole catalog. Definitely had reasons why we still listen to rap this day, for sure. Most of. Most of. Moving on to another, another uh, artist that is definitely impacted us with his first release bryson tiller re- released uh in hell which it felt like he was a feature on this on a song but yes go ahead jamal i'll let you break this one down bryson tiller new bryson it's it, it's great to hear new bryson yeah. um I, fo- I follow him on twitter and he tweeted something about like just like being like inspired as of lately and when you see a tweet like that from an artist that you like enjoyed their first project it's like okay bryson back in the studio let's go um i will say that i thought this song was not what i expected so maybe a little underwhelming um but maybe i need some time to listen to it more but it definitely it definitely didn't give me the thoughts that i really expected after hearing that some new bryson was coming yep um yeah that's that's all I have to say about it. I'm not saying that it's bad. I'm not saying that his next project's going to be bad whenever that comes, but I'm just saying that I'm ready to hear a little bit more. This this was a nice, at least, you know, like, get that out of there single. Yep. But what else we got? Yeah, man, I uh, I was – I this is another one. I Like, okay, so I'm not going to lie. I jumped to this before the album because I knew I was going to listen to the whole album, and I was on a run. Yeah. Guys, I'm basically like Usain Bolt. So I listened to all these albums together. Yeah, I, it was a long run, <laughs> and and I was in Arizona, so it was definitely it was, I, yeah, I was feeling it. But anyway, right, um, Bryson Tiller, man, it was like I was like I kept waiting. You know what it reminded me of, and I'm gonna take it back what? to those J Cole listeners that like um the Erica Badu sample. Uh-huh. Dog, tell me you remember that off of Friday Night Lights? Uh, yeah, yeah. It, it just reminded me of that, yeah. and it was like, damn, I, I'm a rock with this for sure. But then it was just like, when is this? When is, you know what I mean? When is when is, when am I gonna hear what I what I, I'm here to mm-hmm. see? Like, and that's what it felt like. Then I got it, and I was like, dang, like, yeah. and I still yeah. I still give it a seven out of ten because it's Bryson. Like, I I actually yeah. like the second album. We discussed this earlier on in the podcast series. <laughs> I like the second album as many people yeah. don't. It felt like Michael Jackson's bad album, the literally bad album. Um, but yeah. it was just like you're not helping my cause anymore to say that like yeah you're 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 beating those r&b acts like 
black came out around the same time, but it's just like black is more consistent with his music. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Or yeah. Tory Lanez without without a gun in his hand. Or like <laughs> the I mean, there are a few artists that came out around that time, and it's even like, man, like, are you going to stay on that track with black the Tory? The, you know, whatever happens with Tory's situation, or are you gonna go to a uh, niche audience like the? Um, Eric Bellinger's, the uh, yeah. K-Force, the, you know, those mm-hmm. artists that have their niche audience yeah. and they still kill it. And it's not that he needs to be mainstream, but Bryson has the talent ability to be yep. like that guy. You know what I mean? Like, come on, bro. Yeah. And it, yep. this was one of those where it was like, this is an album cut. Like, this is not like a, a single, the first single you come out with out of, out of a thousand days. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. that's, that's yep. how I thought about it. So, yeah. yeah, not to that. I'm just looking at my notes, man. On this one, it's just like I just, man, I was I was very underwhelmed, but I I liked it so much. It's almost like a, yeah. a Drake song, a Drake song. You just play it back over and yep. over again till you like it. You know what I mean? Yeah, like I like I literally played it, and I was like, uh, I wasn't really vibing like that. So I played it again, yep. and I was like, all right, you know, okay, you know what? Let me actually play that Bryson again yeah. and see like if I. So like I I played it at at least a good five six times, yep. and like I said that. I'm I'm not saying that after that six that I was truly like turned on to it, nor was I like turned away from it. Yeah. It's it's it it just is what it is. Um maybe maybe on the album if you know it if it were to make it to the actual album, we'll uh, assuming that it is, but it's just like okay, well maybe it'll sound better on the album, which we've talked about many singles, like all right, maybe placement of it, depending on what comes before it or after it it might sound a little better, but yeah, yeah. it was definitely, it was definitely an underwhelming feeling just knowing that, okay, Bryson is back. It was like, okay, like maybe you come back with something that's like about to top the charts, but hundred percent, hundred percent. This wasn't it. This wasn't that's it. how I felt too, man. I just felt like, yeah, man, I, I'm going to listen to this until I'm like, yeah, listen <laughs> yeah. to it 11 times and I fucking love it. Like it's great. It's a great song. Great song. Um, bro, bro, yeah. bro. Uh, I've listened to it 30 times yeah. and let me tell you, yeah. it's that shit. Now. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I, and you do that with Drake songs. You know what I mean? You'll yep. listen to it so many times to get to, you give him the out. You know what I mean? Um, but yep. yeah, interesting. I, he's got a project on the way this fall. Super excited to hear that. I know that for sure. Okay. Like I was one that, that definitely made the fight for his second album. And it's not that I listened to it a bunch of times. I thought it, I didn't think it was as, I thought it, I didn't know if it was as good just because it didn't have as many hits, but I was like, this is a, a fairly decent album. Like, yeah, it's not yeah, bad. No, it's, not. It's, it's, it's definitely not bad. It's just like when you drop a trap soul, which we talked about before too, it's just like, there's no single, there's no single yeah. on that. That's the problem. Like mm-hmm. Bryson doesn't make singles. Like don't, and I mean, don't in uh, what's the other one uh, that that he dropped on that one? A- Ex- Exchange. He like Exchange. both. Of, neither of those are really album cut. I mean, uh, neither of those are really singles. But it was just the first time we heard that tonality and that voice. Yeah, exactly. That that it becomes a single. Now you come out with the same thing, and and this is where it has an issue. But yeah, um, yep. yeah. Onward, onward. Six nine. Tattletales, the album finally released. Uh, yeah, man. <laughs> Give me, give me your thoughts on this one. Tattletales, hey, don't nobody like a tattletale. Yeah. Um, <laughs> six nine. So I, I'm gonna keep it a buck with the listeners. Um, I listened to track one, which was uh, six nine featuring um, Akon. So yep. the locked up 
2.0 or remix, whatever you want to call it. I don't know what it's called. I think it's locked, locked up two or something. But uh, I did give that a listen just based off of, you know, trying to see the collab with him and Akon, which I think we touched on earlier in the pod when we saw them working together on this. Um, but yeah, uh, I did not listen to the rest of the album. Uh, he's just an artist that I've come to find out after doing this pod. Um, you know, we talked about some of his singles. Yeah, it just, I don't, like, there's, like, there are artists that I don't listen to that I'd be happy to listen to on the pod. Like, we talk about, well, I don't know, like, Mozzie, for example. Like, I don't listen to Mozzie on a regular, like, but I would be happy to listen to his music and hear what's new because... I know as an artist that he's someone that I've liked a few songs, so I'm going to listen to him. But 6 9 is just someone that I don't like his music. I don't like I, I don't like him. <laughs> um, yeah. Let's just say that. Uh, so, yeah, I only listen to the first song. I, I don't know, like, if you listened at all or if you have any thoughts. I've, I've heard what's been released uh, at a, at, for a large, for the, for the broad audience, but, you know, just not yeah. something, honestly – speaking it wasn't even any animosity towards him it was more so i just didn't come across the album and <laughs> I, 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 <laughs> that is true I, 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 and this is what it, it this is what it came down we're gonna to. get into it yeah. but like I, it is very true like you did not i didn't it. see any any marketing towards the album so what happens is that six nine comes out and says hey my mar- my album wasn't marketed at all and it was projected initially to sell 150 units, 150,000 units, I should say. And yep. now it's forecasted to 100,000 units. It was projected to be the number one album this week. I, I hope and pray that Big Sean's album is the number one album this week, not only for him, but just because mm-hmm. of, I mean, like, Big Sean put together an art. I, I, I am not dismissing the art of 6 9 at all. And I would say that Big Sean probably put together a more artsy, craftsy yeah. album this week or maybe there's another artist that we don't cover in this podcast that did from another sector of music or genre so but you also got to think too like okay like i mean like i don't know i don't know like if it's just us being in michigan but like if big sean gets the number one album you know after this drops for next week or whatever it may be it's it's honestly like the pistons or the lions winning a playoff game or something it's 100 it's like we are not like when like when they say Detroit versus everybody, that is really how it feels. Like, you know, like we're up against the world. And he deserves it, man. I mean, that, exactly. especially on a, exactly. on this release week where there's not too many others. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he definitely deserves it. So I, I want to give it up to Big Sean. I mean, and more so with, with 6 9 Hopefully he gets what he's looking for from this. Um, but, yeah, I, I'm not surprised to see his sales forecast decrease this week. Um, yeah, yeah, I didn't, I didn't get a chance to listen to it, but I, what I did listen to though was that SZA hit different featuring Ty Dolla Sign. Thoughts on that? Hit different, hit different, hit different. Shout out, um, shout out to SZA. Then the video was great. <laughs> she looks great. Oh yeah, um, she sounds yes. great. She looks great. It was a great. She she sounds great and looks great. It was great. Yeah, it was great. Yeah, it was great. It was great. great. <laughs> yeah, it was great. Uh, I did. Uh like this a lot um actually i won't say that i liked it a lot i'll just say that i like it uh, because i didn't truly go back to it but i gave it a few spins and i was like all right 
you know, we just talked about her last week, how Punch is holding her music. Or Was that two weeks ago, last week? Yeah. I don't remember. Yep. Anyways, um, you know, she's in this debacle with her label and hasn't been able to release new music. And we've been wondering, like, where the news is at? And it's like, we talked about it. And she must have been listening to the pod because we got a new single. Um, but yeah, it was definitely um, a good vibe. It was it was good to hear this. I like Ty Dolla Sign on this versus the single we covered of his last week with Nikki. Um, I think he trash fits. <laughs> yeah, that was. It was called expensive, but it was pretty cheap. I was I was I, I was thoroughly wor- worried <laughs> for Ty Dolla Sign. Like I wondered. What I mean, everybody's looking for that stimulus package from Nikki, and, and I, even though she delivers on the songs, they just nah, I think they tense yeah. up, yeah, for sure, yeah. So. But yeah, this was this was definitely more you know something that I could vibe with, and as you know, as we mentioned, says that we've been missing her, and sis is back, sis is back, so. I liked it though. I liked it. Shout out to SZA. I love this. I love this song. Hit different, featuring Ty Dallas. Ty Dallas sign. SZA killed this. I'm looking forward to hearing more music. Hopefully, uh, an album comes this fall. Um, yeah, another another lady of of a lot of a lot of voice for sure. With a with a, a whole her own tone, tonality, very similar to SZA. Mm-hmm. Tony Brack. Deep in the game. It's our 10th studio album. Uh, we definitely wanted to highlight that at the very least on Tony Braxton's. I didn't get a chance to listen to this in its entirety. Wanted to see what your thoughts were on this project, man. Yeah, man. Um, I gave this a listen uh, like one morning on the way to work. And then like one one day, like I played a few songs off of it. And I wasn't like I'll like I'll be the first one to say Tony Braxton wasn't like something that I heard a lot growing up. Um, yes, like it was played for sure. Like I know her, like I know her greatest hits, but um, I didn't listen to her that much. But to know what I did listen to and to hear this tenth studio album, like to like this will not get the plays that it deserves. Um, you know, just because you know, as far as relevancy goes you know tony braxton is older so like yep we get that but this is an album that actually has some good vibes like she hasn't lost a beat it's you know straight it's straight it, it's that real r&b i guess that you know like you expect from a tony braxton or you know something that you expect from a mary j blige or something that you still expect from these women that have been doing this because they know how to do it so it was a it was a solid listen. It was a solid listen. Um I don't know how often I'll go back, but I definitely enjoyed what I listened to. Yeah. I'm looking forward to diving into this one. This this is the cleaning the house music. This is that growing music mm-hmm. to enjoy yep. with some wine for sure. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Um yeah, man. I'm moving on to some some more hip hop. Uh, NBA YoungBoy and Snoop Dogg released "Callin." I did listen to this one. Uh, it is it was very interesting to see two artists, two generations, maybe three generations apart. Yeah. Um, on a song, and it actually matched pretty decent. The song is is decent. Mm-hmm. Uh, NBA YoungBoy did his part on this one. Snoop definitely came with his. Um, expected bars on this song. Uh, yeah, man, it was. I thought it was a good, a good song to listen to. Playback value, I won't 
but <laughs> I, I won't play that. Yeah. But yeah, what did you think about this one? Honestly, like the same thoughts. I was like, okay, yeah, like this is a nice little listen. Like I gave it a few listens um, here and there throughout, you know, the past few days. And I was like, okay, all right, that's solid. Um, but yeah, playback value. I'm not adding it to any rotations. If it comes on, then I'll be happy that it came on. It's a nice little bop. <laughs> NBA Young Boy, yeah. he also has a, an album coming out this Friday. Uh, it's called Top, supposedly Top. dropping on the 11th this Friday. So super, ex- uh, super excited to cover that one. He's the top. He was at one point the top this year, the top YouTube artist. Uh, yeah, and he dropped an album that reached number one. Yep. Um, he dropped a couple albums, I think. Like right when COVID started. That is one thing I like about the new artists. There's a barrage of music and they don't wake you yeah. wait like uh like many of these artists do. But they you know, yeah. they they drop a lot of music for sure. Um so yeah, looking forward to covering that this Friday. Lil Dirk dropped the voice this week. Uh did you get a chance to listen to Dirk? Yep, this was a solid little bot. Yeah. Uh, I, I did uh, like this one. This was your You good over there, bro? Yeah, actually, bro, that wasn't even bad. I was just closing the wine opener. Uh, is that what? That wasn't that. No, that, you thought that. You, you thought. You thought. I did think. Yeah, bro. I did think. See, that was I me. That think. was me sitting down the wine opener. So I ain't even out here okay. like that. I, yeah, oh, okay. go ahead. All right. Okay. All right. All right. What you thought? Okay, yeah. Um, Dirk. Dirk. Yeah, Dirk. Yeah, Dirk. Single was nice. It was nice. It was nice. I um, like I said, this Dirk. Dirk has been pretty consistent his whole career, pretty much. Um, but as far as 2020 goes, you know, he dropped a decent album, um, got on the Drake feature, and this was a nice little single. Um, I vibe with it. I, I I would definitely give this a listen, and, and I would go back to this one. Yeah, I like this one. I, I liked it, too, actually. It was a little a nice little listen. Um, not to bring it back, bro. This was on that same run. <laughs> Yeah, man, it was, a, it was a good listen, though. I like this one a lot. Uh, shout out to Dirk, man. He actually, 2020 has been his year. Yeah, Damn, bro, you run a half marathon or uh, something? You already know, <laughs> man. You know, he's in Arizona. I had to get that sweat out. You know, we ate a lot of drinking on this vacation. You know, we don't, we don't get many times. Like We used to rhyme like, oh, you, ain't, you don't even know. <laughs> that's, that's that Meek Mill intro. But, yeah. Um, I see the vibes. Yeah, bro. I see the vibes. This was uh, this was. A really good song. I actually like that. Played it back two or three times on the, on the run, man. And uh, yeah, yeah, pretty solid, pretty solid tape. It was like an hour and a half run. Let me let me just say that real quick. I'll be out here. I'll be out here for sure. But anyway, I see you. Um, I see you. Yeah, man, it was it was decent. I also on the same on the same experience. I got to listen to that forty two Doug and Marshmallow bagging this week. Interesting hey. tandem, I would say. Is that would you agree with yeah. that? Yeah. 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 Marshmallow. Yeah, like when I saw it, I was like, "Marshmallow." Okay, yeah. like kind of, kind of a little, a little weird mix. Yeah. But um, it was also like another single that I thought, like, "Yeah, I'm probably not going to go back to it that much." But for what I heard, it worked. Like yeah. it, you know, it was a nice pop. Um, but yeah, playback value. I do like Forty Two Doug, which I've mentioned multiple times on the pod. Um, I do like him out of Detroit as well. Uh, but yeah. I don't know how often I go back to it, but it was another, it was another good, a, a good listen for me. Yes, sir. Yes, sir, man. Yeah, I thought it was a decent listen. I thought it was just a very interesting, not a, not a. I would never have put these two together, uh, but yeah, yeah, thought it was interesting. Forty two Doug and Marshmallow uh, song title is bagging. On to joining Lucas and Ashanti to release Fallen Slowly. 
decent song. I want to I want to highlight this one just personally on a personal note. Uh, my my younger cousin, Young Talent, produced this song. Uh, shout out to Young Talent, younger cousin. That's fam. Uh, wanted to just shoot a quick highlight out to him. He's doing his thing. Oh, yeah. Teenager, teenager produces beats. So when you talk about that raw beat, this is who produces Young Talent. So shout out to him. Jordan Lucas and Ashanti did their thing on this song. Go get that a listen. It's called Fall, Fall Slowly, for sure. Yeah, I gave this a couple of listens. Um, shout out to your cousin, for sure. We've uh, listened to some other um, beats and videos that he has on the gram. Yes, sir. And- yes, sir. Boy is working. Yeah. Boy is working. Well, Let's just say that. Just a, te- just just a teenager, man. It's crazy. It's yeah. crazy. Doing his thing. Boy boy is working. But yeah, this is um, another weird conver- or like a weird group to put together. Um, I think we've done that for the That's last That's a good three. point. Yeah. That's a good point. <laughs> like, another, <laughs> like another weird combination, yeah. but you know, like they, like they make it work, I guess. Yeah. Like I said, it's nothing that I'll truly probably go back and play like that but um as far as the production of the song yes like that's huge huge man yeah Yeah. and yeah man he's doing his thing shout out to give it a listen for sure shout out to him young talent y-u-n-g talent t-a-l-e-n-t so shout out to him for sure on to our artists uncorked it is this week uh so typically we name this section the artists of the week we want to change this to a to artists uncorked uh and this week, uh, the reason we want to change it is just because this is a music in the bottle podcast. And on exactly. cork is popping that cork on the bottle, enjoying that. And we're going to enjoy the artists of, of, of this week for sure. Is that, is that kind of wrap it up for you, Jamal? Is that what, what, what we're getting at? Yeah. Yeah. That is that is it to a T. Welcome to the artist uncorked segment of the podcast. This week we have an artist uh, who Jamel and I are both very fond of. Jamel kind of put me on, or Miss T, Jamel's fiance, put me on the D Smoke mm-hmm. off D-Smoke. of the TV show on Netflix. Uh, man, Rhythm and Flow. Rhythm, Rhythm and, and flow. flow. He bodied that show, yeah. did a great job, won that show, yeah. if I'm correct. Am I, am I right? He did. He yes, was the Yes, my favorite song by D Smoke is called Let Go. Came out around the beginning of quarantine for sure. Um, right after the George Floyd situation, he wrote that, I believe, if not the night of the night before or the night after this was released. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we, we covered that on our podcast heavily. But yes, Let Go by D Smoke. Uh, what's your favorite song by D Smoke, man? D Smoke, man. Shout out to D Smoke. Um, I threw a song on the Sleeper playlist, um, Black Habits, which features his mother. Um, so Black Habits is one of my favorite D Smoke songs. He has a he actually has a decent catalog, and some of the songs he did in um, Rhythm and Flow are like pretty dope for sure. Yeah. Uh, his his whole family. That uh, song you mentioned has his brother. Uh, who was on TDE? Shout out to Sir, one of my favorite artists. Yeah, which we cover on the pod a lot as well. Uh, but yeah, shout out to D Smoke, man. He, like I said, he he's like one of those artists that you know, like like yeah, like he won a show, and it's like all right, like are they like are they really gonna do something or like what's or like what's gonna happen? And as far as D Smoke goes, I do mess with him. Shout out to Miss T. She definitely uh, <laughs> is a big D Smoke fan. Um, right, I mean. Rightfully so. He's 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 definitely he's definitely got it down as far as his his bars, his flow. These yeah. Yeah. I like these smoke. 
For sure, for sure. And this week he released a song. Um, he was featured in a song by Jack Ross, uh, featuring Buddy Andy Smoke. It's called "It's All It's Okay to Be Black 2.0. Decent song. Yep. Give a little listen oh, yeah. for sure. Decent uh, verse from D Smoke and solid uh, vibes from Buddy and Jack Ross. He, uh, I, I read he. So this song came out like the first version came out along or earlier this year, but he wrote it for his daughter. Um, who is obviously a young black female growing up in America. Um, so shout out to uh, Jack Ross for de- dedicating the original song of this to his daughter. Yes, sir. Yes, sir, man. And um, yeah, for sure. A few other few other songs that we want to mention this week and a few other projects for sure. Mozzie, he released Death is Calling, a single this week. Um Mm-hmm. Yeah, you okay with me bruising over these? You good with that? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you're good. Check them for out sure. for sure. So definitely check do. them out. With definitely this. do. Pootyville, uh, he released medication. It's a full album this week. Um, a boogie. He released actually two songs this week. One was called Vroom Vroom featuring Don Q and Trap Money, and then another was called uh, Flood My Wrist, I believe, with Lil Uzi Vert. Uh, is that correct? I think that one. I, I think the Flood My Wrist actually came out a while ago, so I don't okay. know like. It was a, a part of the two pack. It? Yeah, it was. It was a. I think okay. it was a part of the flood. My rest was a part of a two pack that he released in total this week. Probably to get more okay. streams this week. Going back to the podcast situation. No, yeah. but uh, yeah, yeah, flood my rest with Don Q again and, and um, Lozy Vert for sure. Yeah, yeah, you might be right. It came out this year, but it was earlier this year. So yeah, both yeah. of those. We didn't cover flood my rest, did we? Earlier this year. Mm, I don't think so. No, I don't think so. So yeah, check out. Actually, I like that song. Then Vroom Vroom was pretty straight too. So yeah, yeah, yep. it was straight. Was Don straight. Don Q runs pretty tight with a boogie. So check that out. G Easy featuring Mulatto down. Listen to this one. Uh, did you get a chance to check this out? Yeah. Um. <laughs> yeah. It was okay. Mulatto's verse. Was okay. Mulatto's verse was better than uh, G Easy. Hey Mulatto. My, <laughs> yeah, my name's Daryl. Uh, but yeah. Ha <laughs> 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 But yeah, her her verse was better. She. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um. But yeah, that that just another G Easy song, and then Ghostface Killer. <laughs> Ghostface Killer. He released uh, Feds. I did not get a chance to listen to this. Looking forward to checking this one out. Shout out to Ghostface. He is a legend in hip hop. Shout out to the Wu-Tang Clan as a whole. Yep. Yes, sir. Sure. Yes, sir. We're about to get into the bottled up questions to wind down. Uh, we got some sleepers for you guys. and We're about to go from here. All right. If you're interested in getting our music picks all in one place, we have two playlists that are on your streaming platforms. One is called The Music in the Bottle Sleepers. These are the two songs that Jamal and I mentioned at the end of every episode. In addition to that, we have the Music in the Bottle Activist playlist. That's M-I-T-B Activist. Those are facing the tough times that we're facing. Music. This is inspiration from a lot of voices that made music well before this time. Check it out. So for the first, for our sleepers, it's going to be Music in the Bottle Sleepers. In addition to that, we have MITB Activists. Check it out. All right, guys, this week, we are ready for the wind down. This is it. This is it. We're about to kick this off. The bottled up questions. We asked five questions, maybe this or that. You know, what? what's your favorite? Who's... 
who's who. Um, we asked five questions to each other. First question this week is, what is your favorite Big Sean album? Big Sean album. I'm going to have to go with Hall of Fame, man. Um, I had come on to Big Sean with Finally Famous and some of his mixtape stuff, but Hall of Fame has some of my favorite tracks on there, so I got to go with Hall of Fame. Okay. I'm going to go with Dark Sky Paradise. Uh, Solid album. Solid yes. album. Yeah, for sure. Solid Solid tape. Uh, easily could have went with Finally Famous, but I think that was a given that we both loved that one up. That really yeah. put us on. Uh, 2010. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh, was... ooh, ooh, Dark Sky. I forgot about that blessing. That blessings yeah, track. Yeah, you, you know where I'm at, bro. One You're man right. can change the world. Yeah, that bro. Party feature. That part. Yeah. Ooh. Okay. Yeah, I see the sure. vibes. Underrated yeah. album for sure. Play no Deserve games it. with Chris Brown. Ooh. Yeah, he even had Ariana Grande on there. You already know, bro. You know where he's at. I don't. Yeah. I mean, E forty made an appearance. Drake's bro, yeah. bro. Stop yeah. sleeping on Big Sean. If you sleeping on Big Sean, his catalog is certified. I'm I know what I. That. I know what I'm getting into, bro. Um, we kind of talked earlier this this uh well you no know, it was pre production but we talked about you know music icons and kind of like. Every generation has them. The generations before you and, uh, you know, both of ours, and tell me if you don't agree, would be, uh, it kind of starts off with, like, Biggie Tupac, and then you go into Nas, mm-hmm. Jay-Z, um, yep. and then maybe you get to, if you really want to dive deep, you get into the, like, I think the South kind of takes over, you go into those. But let's just say Biggie Tupac, Jay-Z, Nas. Like, I, I kind of feel like that's it. And M, and, and Eminem. Um, yeah. And then, right in and there, like you I- got, yeah, I think you can safely move to Kendrick, J. Cole, yep. and Drake. But, with with yeah. Kanye, Kanye, yeah, Kanye running like that mid. He's in right, a very yeah. weird time where he was yeah. really running music as a whole just by himself, yep. surrounded by second tier artists of like the Fifty Cents, the Jeezys, mm-hmm. the T. You know yep. that that whole. But yeah, it goes goes that that now you have the our generation would be like, uh, or the generation like that that kind of showed us the way was the J. Cole. Drake, mm-hmm. yep. Kendrick. Um, yeah, I kind of feel like those are the top three, man. I want to put Cuddy up there so bad, but yeah, that is that's that's kind of the top three for sure. Yep, for sure. Yeah. Um, who do you think is next in that in this? Um, it's hard. Yeah, it's very hard, very hard. Um, I think uh, just off rip, like I don't have a three that I can come up with to make this segment, you know. And it doesn't have to be three. It could be one yeah, artist that but, you feel like is really running it. <sighs> yeah, but but one, I'm definitely going to have to go with Corday. Um, okay. Cor- Corday would, like, I just, like I said, seeing, like, just, like, seeing him live, seeing how he performed. Like, out of all the concerts I've been to, like, he seemed like he was the next one to, like, be that guy or be one of those guys that's mentioned in the conversation. So, uh Okay. All right. I definitely accept that. I'm going I'm to switch it up a little bit just because he has the same momentum as – so when I talk about Kanye, I want to talk about Wayne as well because Wayne is an icon. Mm-hmm. But I think that the, the craziness around his artist and, and the way that he makes his audience feel is very similar. And he did 320 his first week when he dropped his little Uzi vert. I think he will be an icon yeah. like Wayne. Yep. And I, the, what I mean by that is that 
I, I, I think that, man, his, like, Uzi, I'll be honest with you, like, the album, I listened to it over again, and yeah, it has playback value. Like, I, and mm-hmm. Uzi, if you catch it in the right moment, you got to be outside, you got to, but I think Uzi mm-hmm. is definitely one of those icons, and maybe it, it, it may not be, like, one of those lyrical, miracle artists, but same with Wayne, man, like, he's going to make songs that make it, that, that definitely makes the party jump, so... Uh, yep. you got Corday. I agree. I agree with Corday, and and I got Uzi for sure. Yeah, yeah, Uzi. I, Uzi's a big deal. I agree with that. Yeah, I agree bet. with that. Bet. Uh, so we talked about Bryson Bryson Tiller earlier. This album, he get, his second album. I mean, sorry, earlier this. Uh, yeah, this is an <laughs> album, but this is a podcast. Earlier this podcast, <laughs> um, True to Self was the name of his second album. What is your favorite song off of that album? Then? Uh. Um, so to be honest, <laughs> uh oh, you didn't like no songs on there. No, um, to be honest, the interlude <laughs> was my favorite. Like the rain one, or which one? Um, the one that got the girl, yeah, yeah, oh, rain. or never, <laughs> never this, never mind this interlude. No, 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 the rain one with the girl talking about how <laughs> that's hurtful, Bryson. That's hurtful, Bryson. Oh, it did nothing to you. <laughs> dang. Bro, I that's 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 honestly one of my favorite interludes. Yeah. Like like to ever exist. But favorite song would be self made. But yeah. that interlude, dog, that's <laughs> that is that is. You know who else? A party had one like that too. It was uh Man, dog, why do I? Why am I forgetting, man? But yeah, party had a party had a, a interlude like that as well. That I'm very fond of. So I get where you're coming from with that one. Is yeah. what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Um, but anyway, yeah, I, I actually would have. I surprised. I thought you were gonna say never mind this interlude because that is a fire song. I mean, dude, I I just don't believe that. I can't believe this one is so like. Mm-hmm. There's there's no yeah. single there's no single on this album, man. But I uh, I'm probably I'm. Man, um, I'm actually gonna go with No Longer Friends, the second album on that one, or Ooh, no, okay, yeah, that mm-hmm. one, or don't don't get too high. I'm not gonna dive too deep yeah. in this album because I actually like this one a lot. Like, I definitely album, like but, Don't Get Too High, too. Like, yeah, yeah, like it's 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 definitely like an album that if it wasn't you know compared to what it was, yeah, it it would it would have done a lot better for sure, yeah, but. for sure. For sure. I think so as well, man. It's crazy. All right. So we talked about a lot of podcast talk this week. Thank you guys for joining us for that. Uh, Jamel, I want to ask you this question. Uh, and we did not talk about this pre-production, so I'm super interested to hear your you know, <laughs> your answer. Which streaming service would you rather be exclusive to for this podcast, Music in the Bottle? Now, we had a lot out there. I want to I throw some names out there that maybe you forget. Obviously, you have, you have your Spotify, your your Apple Music, your titles, but you also have SoundCloud, Pandora, Amazon. You have, um, yeah, you have a ton of, I mean, and, and even my mind goes to, uh, yeah, let me, let me stop because that's a business idea, but yes, uh, what, (laughs) yeah. And what I'm, what I'm getting to is a, as a a podcast that turns into a TV show, like on on Netflix, uh, what, what streaming service would you rather? Yeah. Um, what streaming service would I rather? Um. Mm, mm, mm. Got to put, put you in check off the, off the True to Self album. True to Self. <laughs> so um, just to throw something out there on the pod, 
I don't know if you got the email or why I got the email. I really don't know. But they said that Amazon is bringing podcasts to their music network. Yep. Um, got the email. I was like, oh, we might be playing on Amazon Music pretty soon. Yes, sir. But, yes, um, sir. Yep. but anyways, I'm not saying I'm picking Amazon. <laughs> but what I'm saying is that pretty cool. But um, I would probably say, like, it would be nice because there's not a podcast, like, Title, title. I'm gonna just say title. Okay. Title. Yeah, I mean, uh, shout out to Nori and uh, his podcast, Drink Champs. Yes, they're exclusive on on, on title, um, and we they've seen much success over there. But yeah, yep. I, I I think I can see where you're coming from with that. I would say, um, I think that I like where you were getting at with Amazon. Um, yeah, for sure. And I think that would be my exclusivity is, is it Amazon yeah. and though, though many people, I, I do like the idea of being the first to something rather than being, you know what I mean? Jumping on a train. I think that yeah. if Netflix, Hulu, or um, any of the streaming services were, were to put out a podcast, you know, direct like, uh, you know, something like that, I would definitely jump to that, but I want to be the first on a platform rather than being a part of the party. So yeah, that's, that's yeah. it. That's it. I definitely, um, yeah. I definitely see that. Um, that was definitely my second, like, base, like, literally based off of that email, I was like, wow, like, just yeah. like your business, like, your business mind just kind of, like, moves in a different direction when you get an email like that, like, oh, okay. Yep, 100%, 100%, okay. man. Okay. But, yes, sir. Yeah. Yes, sir. And for the final and last question of the music in the bottle, bottled up questions, we were in, we were in an entanglement for this last question. Uh, what is your favorite Will Smith movie? Oh, boy. Boy, oh, boy. Um, I'm going to go with that Aladdin. Now I'm just fucking watching. Oh, I was like, dang. <laughs> this is what happens when you don't talk. When you don't talk about pre-production, this is what happens, guys. Yes. Man, man. Um, I am, uh, I'm torn. I'm torn. Um, I'm going to go with I Am Legend, though. I Am Legend. God damn it! I'm there's watching. so many, there's so many fucking good Will Smith movies, but I know what you mean. Uh, but I'm gonna just say I can't go wrong with picking I Am Legend, one of my yeah. favorite movies ever by Will Smith. Hey, I Am Legend. That's what you going with for real? It was either that or actually say what you gonna say. Uh, all right, all right. I'm gonna go with Ali. Ooh, that's a good one. That's a good yeah. One. I, right, I figured you were gonna good. say I. You know when I when I made this question, I thought you were gonna say Bad Boys, but yeah, Ali is my favorite Will Smith movie for sure. Yeah, I, I, I thought I could go there, but because I already mentioned Bad Boys, I was like, all right, well, yeah. they already know I fuck with Bad Boys. So yeah. Let me tell them what else I fuck with. But yeah, I thought you were man. gonna say that or Wild Wild West, one of the two, bro. I, I, <laughs> I love. Hey, low key, Wild Wild West was one of the only movies that I like had, so I watched. <laughs> <laughs> I never seen that one. Oh I never, God, I never saw that one. That, Honestly, that's I a just, great movie. That's a great. That's a uh, great movie. And in, in uh, Arizona, I watched uh, Pursuit of Happiness. Slept, slept on. That's a sleeper. Oh, that's a great movie. True sleeper, dog. Like for real, yeah, yeah. Anybody, I don't care who you are. That 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 movie will, will bring a tear to your eye for sure. It'll touch you. Yeah, sure. most definitely man so with that being said that was a bottle of questions this week we got a couple sleepers for you guys Jamal what you bringing to the table for the sleepers for the sleepers I'm actually bringing a new song because I 
like a lot of you will actually get out and listen to this anyways. So this is a new song. It was released August 27th of this year. So last week, um, Robert Glasper dropped um, a track called Better Than I Imagine featuring uh, her, which we talk about her a lot on this podcast. She is a godsend. And um, the other name I'm going to totally like butcher, but Michelle Nick. Nidikiosello? I don't know. Anyways, mm-hmm. it's a vibe. Check it Go out. ahead, baby. Need uh-huh. <laughs> Nidikio. Here we go. This is this is what happens. Nidikiosello. This is why. Nidikiosello. Mm-hmm. I got it. Okay. I got it. Mm-hmm. Nidikiosello. Yep. There it is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it's called Better Than I Imagined by Robert Glasper. Uh, yes, sir. We're going to put this on the playlist, and we're going to let y'all vibe out a little bit this week. Hey, you, you did a good job. Nigga, did you sell those? All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Episode 22, folks. We, Episode 22. We back we out it. here. No, nah, shout out to uh, Michelle Nigga Deal Seller, uh, for sure. <laughs> Oh, oh. all right. <laughs> oh. What you got, bro? What you got? Uh, Nidigo Got it. Uh, this it. week. That's the one. Yeah, man. I hate to mess up people's names like that. Uh, yeah. Yes, sir. Sleepers this week. We're back at it. Let's go ahead and get up out of here. Uh, so, new song as well. This, this past Friday, uh, Ben Jess. So, it's like Vanessa. Shout out to Vanessa. But uh, Ben, it's Ben B A N Jess J E S S. Put in one word, it's called "Come Over." Amazing, amazing, amazing song. Great vibe. Great. I f- I picture myself like just going for a run on the beach with this one. This one is a solid tape. Like, man, yeah. man great music, great music. So I, I was very excited about this one. Uh, Van Jess, it's a vibe. Definitely something to if you're putting together a little dinner party for ten people or less because you're social distancing and you everything <laughs> going on and you and you got the law, you know, you got the the charcuterie board putting together. This is definitely a vibe for that. So uh, kick off the party vibe. the right way with Van Jess and come over. And in addition to that, the wine down. How was the wine? How was the wine? Uh, McBride Sisters. Shout out to the McBride Sisters, bro. They, they've been killing it, bro. Like, I don't think we've had a single bad McBride Sisters wine on the pod. This 100%. one, um, George will tell you as well. It was a great wine. And I'm going to tell you as well that this was a great wine. I enjoyed this uh, McBride Sisters bottle. I'm, <clears throat> I would say this is uh, the first red that I've had from them. So I've had the Sauv Blanc, the Chardonnay. Um, you had the rosé, so we haven't had a red wine from them yet. Yep. But uh, this this was solid. This was solid. Um, I get some cherry-like flavors um, on the nose. You kind of get, like, I don't know, like, oaky, like, pepper notes. And then on the finish, you get kind of like a like a pepper note as well. But this is solid. It's It's kind of, like, right in between, like, it's – it's not too dry. It's definitely not sweet, but it has that sweet balance of like, okay, like you can, you can taste the fruit, you can taste like the sweetness, but you can also feel that, um, feel that dry of a, you know, like a mix of like a Cabernet or, you know, whatever the um, blend is here, but it's good. Yep. Um, eight, eight and a half, eight and a half. Solid, solid, man. Good work. Good work. Uh, yeah. 
uh, this week, the Centimillion Grand Cru. Um, man, I will give this one a 6.9. Yep, 6.9. It is very fruit heavy, um, and it, it's still dry. It is okay. this this wine is just very dry. <laughs> and, you said it was. You said it was Cabernet, and what else? So no, it's eighty percent. So we got eighty percent Merlot. Oh, Merlot, Merlot. Ten percent Cabernet Franc and ten okay. percent Cabernet Sauvignon. So okay, yeah, it was. Yeah, uh, yeah that's why it's so dry because of Merlot there. And Very, man, yeah, that's bold. That's a bold yeah, line for sure. I, didn't, I <clears throat> doesn't doesn't help that I haven't had dinner. So yeah, it is. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it definitely. It's a tough, tough one to drink without without food for sure. My lows, I, I usually like to pair with some type of red meat, whether it be lamb, steak, or you know some some chops. So, yeah, yeah good wine. Don't don't dismiss it. Six point nine. That's that's pretty a pretty decent score on my rating scale. So yeah, that's it. That's episode twenty two for you guys. Thank you for so much for joining. Thank you so much. Episode twenty two in the books. We're excited for you guys to continue following us on this journey. We'll be back with. 23 next week. Let's do it.